Well, before we get started here on tonight's episode four, this here roof of the world got some got some news for you here, folks. Um, we'd like to thank Natasha Lathrop for all her wonderful Lucy lines over the course of Jake Sampson. But sometimes, you know, life gets in the way of doing art, and so we've kind of got to keep this whole Jake Sampson rolling. You know, show must go on and all. So I want to thank Natasha from the bottom of my heart, and we'd like to introduce Lynn Cullen as Lucy Carter, and Lynn's just doing an awesome job. Anyway, hope y'all enjoy the show, and here we go. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. You should experience lots of explosions with no body parts. Parents should be ready to cover their ears. This is a look at audio production. Our entertainment is always free. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another installment of Broken Sea Audio Productions' Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter. In our last episode, Jake, Tex, and Lucy were within sight of the legendary city of Shambhala. But before they could complete their quest for the magical snow lotus that will save Jake's mentor, Professor William Dyer, our heroes encountered nature's wrath in the form of an avalanche. Is this the end for Jake? Can Tex and Lucy rescue him from 10 tons of raging ice and snow? Will the Nazi exploration team succeed in gaining the secrets of the hidden city? Sit back and join us now for part four of Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter, and the Roof of the World. Have no thought of ever returning you. Would they be angry if I thought of joining you? Gloomy Sunday. So you say this is the faster way to the hidden city? It is. <clears throat> I hope for your sake it is, monk. For if it is not, you will share the same fate as your yellow brethren at the monastery. It is against our way to lie. <clears throat> I expect we shall soon see. As a native of this land, what can you tell me about this hidden city and its people? Are they tall like giants? Perfect Aryan specimens as the Fuhrer believes? The 
people of Shambhala have pale skin and light eyes. Aha! Excellent! Did you hear Zach Earhart? The monk has just confirmed that the Fjord's theory holds true. They are a master race. Of course, Herr Capitan. What else could such perfect beings be? Ah, Gerhardt, can you just imagine it now? We shall bring these people back to the fatherland and become heroes. They will teach us the secrets for extending our lives and for harnessing the power of the worlds beyond ours. We shall bring us them and repopulate the world with a new super race. No one will be able to challenge us. We shall cleanse this planet of all sickness and impurity and lay the foundations for a golden society ruled by the Ubermensch. You will become a king, Herr Capitan. A hero the likes of which has not been seen since Siegfried. We shall be gods, Gerhardt, and our dynasty shall rule forever. <laughs> It is well that you were able to get Miss Carter out of the way in time, Mr. Holder. For she may have perished as well. Though no, it may spend a lot of time my big old head in the clouds, long saying. I used to be all over that there football field as a kid. Tackling Texas Hold'em, they used to call me. Chewy! Still, I hope I didn't hurt her too bad there. She sleeps now. I prepared a special medicine for her with herbs I keep in my pouches, as well as other ingredients I found inside this cave. My hope is that time and other conditions have not had an adverse effect on the brood. Since we don't have a real doctor up here, <laughs> Long saying, y'all the closest thing we got. I believe in y'all, man. Did you see him, Tex? Lucy, we've been hanging around here for a couple hours now. There's no sign of Jake anywhere. This... this can't... this... this can't be happening. Oh. <laughs> oh, Tex, he can't be gone. He just can't. He can't be gone. Shh, no, no, just, Lucy, Lu Lucy, Lucy, I, I, I know. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to believe it either. As much as Jake was a farce in nature himself, nobody can stand up against the real thing. Yeah, not even old Jake. Not even oh, Tex, we, we, we were so close. All of us, we could see the city. I know. I know. It ain't easy for me either, Lucy. I caused that avalanche. It's, it, it's all my fault. Jake's gone. He, he told us about keeping quiet earlier than I, I had to give him a shout like a dang fool. I caused this old mess. Oh, Tex. You said it yourself. It was a force of nature. Avalanches happen by themselves, too, you know. How do you know it wasn't going to happen anyway? Nah, Lucy. Don't y'all try and soften it. Here's my big mouth and set it off. Uh, what are we going to do, Tex? Only thing we can do. We got to get those dang flowers and bring them back for Professor Dyer. That's what Jake would have wanted. Now y'all, now, now, y'all just sit tight here and we'll get packed up to head out. You rest that ankle there, Lucy. I think the way looks clear enough. Say long, say. Y'all got a minute? Over by that old rock over yonder? Of course, Mr. Holdout. 
nowhere in a cave and all. But did Lucy sound a little, uh, different to y'all? Somewhat, yes. The medicine is known to sometimes have minor side effects. One of their most common is a change in size or thickness of their vocal cords. Any idea how long it lasts? <laughs> I, 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 I mean, don't, don't go tell her that long thing. I mean, <laughs> it's not bad or anything like that. She just sounded kind of like different. It is impossible to say. Well, <laughs> just between you and me, I'm thinking she sounds mighty pretty still. Even in the dark. <laughs> okay, partner. Enough of my yapping. I reckon it's time we saddle up. A wise decision. Tex, do you see him? <sighs> Not yet. Uh, Lucy, we've been looking around here for half an hour. There's no sign of Jake anywhere. This can't be happening. Oh, Tex! Shh, Lucy. I know. I know. All of us. Shh. I know. Night comes quickly. We must hurry to the city or else risk becoming prey for the Yeti. Hey, no long thing. Right now, I don't think I'm mine. My friends, Shambhala. I've never seen anything like it. <gasps> These walls are enormous. Yeah, look at all those carvings. How long you reckon it took to do all that detail work? These people would have to have long lives just to build these walls. Look at this one over here. What's the? What is that thing? Hey, long sign. Is that one of them Yetis? Yes. Ugly looking, cuz. I'm glad we didn't run into any of them on the way out here. Looks like he's fighting an army and winning. They are the Hinchai, a warlike people who inhabited this place a very long time ago. But despite their might, they fell before the force of the Yeti. Just one Yeti took out the entire tribe of them folks? No, there were once a number of them, but now they are few. Probably a good thing. <laughs> I'd hate to come up against a pack of them all riled up. Indeed. Now, let us inform the city guardians that we have arrived.
Führer Himmler. I am here to see Reich Marshal Göring. Sieg ein. Reich Marshal Göring. Reich Führer Himmler is here to see you. I have been expecting him. Come, Himmler. Göring, so good to see you. Your new flag does both you and the Luftwaffe. Justice. The cross batons and Luftwaffe eagles on your standard make an impressive sight. Thank you. I thought it gave my post the appropriate image it needed. But now to business. The Führer was wanting a report on... Shambhala, yeah. I have just received word from Captain Kafchiger, and he assures me the city is now within his grasp. It took some, shall we say, persuasion for the monks to offer a guide. But one cannot make an omelette without breaking a few eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fondness for that insufferable French cuisine. With the secrets of this hidden city soon under our control, the Reich will grow further in power, and all who stand in our way will be crushed under the Aryan boot. The Führer will be most pleased. Now, about this Norse horn you spoke of. That is taking a bit longer, but I believe it has been located. My informers claim it to be part of a museum collection. They believe it to be en route to the United States for an exhibition of some sort. Excellent. Keep me apprised of your progress, Reichenfuhrer. Oh, I will. I will. You do realize that if this is the genuine artifact, our legions will be unstoppable. And we will secure our rightful place as both the master race and the rulers of this world. Forever. Miss Carter, you now begin to see why so many people have sought to plunder it. The seasons never change. Always it remains like this, perfect and undisturbed, free from the trials and tribulations of the outside world. Man, I could get used to this in a real hurry. Not all are allowed to remain, Mr. Holden. Hmm, <laughs> gotta keep the riffraff out, eh? <laughs> oh, peace is a result of enlightenment, Mr. Holden. Only those who have achieved the state of spiritual perfection are allowed to live among the city's splendors. <laughs> that would explain why there aren't many people here. That is so. Now let us proceed to the Temple of Life. We must seek an audience with the Mupal. Please allow me to introduce my companions, Texas Holden and Lucy Carter. 
Welcome to you both. It is a very rare pleasure to see people of the West in our city. It is a beautiful place, your, um, holiness. You may simply call me Master Paul. Pleasure to make y'all's acquaintance, sir. Master Paul, these people come with the blessings of Tiem Paul. They seek the snow lotus. Ah, yes, the flower of life. For what reason do you seek this thing? Well, sir, it wasn't just us that came looking for it. Uh, uh, well, we had a friend with us. His name is... Er, was Jake Sampson. Shoot. And we were all coming here to find a cure for a friend of his. Well, an old teacher of his, actually. Man suffering from mighty bad disease in the head. He believed the snow lotus was the only way he could be cured. The flower is all but unknown beyond these lands, Mr. Hordam. Might I ask the name of this afflicted man? William Dyer, sir. And of Mr. Beasley, a good man. Master Tiampol believed him to be stricken with Mgar Shigapa. An unfortunate consequence of an encounter with forces from a world beyond this one. Yes, sir. That's what they seem to think it was. Indeed. The Snow Lotus is the only cure for such a condition. You... Mention another man, Mr. Sansom. I do not see him. Well, Master Poster, we had a little accident on the way here. There was a <coughs> avalanche. And Jake... Well, Jake didn't quite m make it back to the cave in time. And <coughs> I see. And... Unfortunate occurrence. Tell me, why did you choose to pursue this quest in his absence? You have no obligation to Professor Dyer. Well, doggone it. Jake was my best friend. <sighs> Sorry, didn't mean to shout at y'all like that. But this is what he would have wanted. It's the least we could do, since it was my big mouth that caused the whole dang avalanche. And Professor Dyer was his friend. Well, <sighs> we couldn't just give up. If we don't get the snow lotus, he's gonna die. Painfully. To shoulder the burdens of others builds good karma, Miss Carter. To atone for perceived ills is also a step on the road to samsara, Miss Holder. You have no doubt gained some knowledge from Long Sam and Tiempo about the path we walk. There is much suffering in this world, and we simply seek to break this cycle by understanding and rising above it. Thank you, sir. That helps a little bit. Now, I don't mean to be rude or seem impatient or anything like that. I know the professor was in pretty bad shape when we left him. I don't know how much time he really has left. Y'all happen to know where we might get some of those snow lotuses so we can fix them up? Well, you could try the kitchen. Jake. They have some Jake. great herbal teas. Jake! Jake! You're alive! Yeehaw! Man, Jake, I don't know how y'all did it. We thought you were a goner. How'd you get past that avalanche? <laughs> I didn't, Tex. I got knocked over the side, but somehow snagged my coat on a jagged piece of rock sticking out of the side of the mountain. My momentum swung me against the side of it and put me on a tiny ledge beneath a slight overhang. 
It covered me like a canopy. It wasn't until after most of the snow had passed that I tried to look up, and some ice and rocks fell and hit me on the head. Knocked me out and over the edge. Fortunately, the snow broke most of my fall and narrowed the gap between where I fell and the ground. I almost literally snowballed into the valley below. Two of the people from the city were out gathering food. They found me and brought me inside. Man, what a ride! I swear, Jake, you got more lives than a coon cat. Come to think of it, you also seem in unusually good shape after all that. Not that it's a bad thing, but you don't look like you have so much as a bruise on you. The people of Shambhala have an amazing knowledge about herbs and healing, Lucy. They understand life and revere it like nobody else. That understanding has given them a greater insight about how to preserve it. Well spoken, Mr. Samson. You three have indeed shown not only your amazing courage in this journey here, but also in your convictions. You have demonstrated your own respect for life and genuine desire to improve the quality of life for others. Your motives in coming here were pure. You will be granted the necessary snow lotus flowers to take back for Professor Dayan. Thank you, Master Poe. Thank you, Master Poe. You will be our guest for the night. Rest and refresh yourselves. Tomorrow, you must begin your journey home. I... Is the alarm. We also have some unwelcome visitors. We have wasted enough time here. Shoot them. listening to Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter, The Roof of the World, written by Mark Kalita, mixed by Bill Holweg, episode four, starring in tonight's episode of Jake Sampson, Roof of the World, hope you enjoyed Mark Kalita as Jake Sampson, Lynn Cullen as Lucy Carter, Bill Holweg as Texas Holden, as well as Himmler's Guard, Paul Mannering as Longsang. Captain Kofjager was Brian Bokikia. Gerhardt was Bruce Busby. C. Fall was Colin Snow. Gary Cobham as Himmler. And Perry Whittle as Reich Marshal. Goring. And Mupo was Stephen J. Cohen. The music in tonight's episode was supplied by the Artie Shaw Orchestra for the Jake Sampson theme. Helen Kane from 1928 from the Internet Archive. Celestial Aeon. Music also comes from the Internet Archive. And music of the Nazis also comes from the Internet Archive. Hope y'all enjoyed and return again soon to episode 5 of Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter, The Roof of the World, only at www.brokensea.com.
sffaudio.com the sound of tomorrow explore the limitless worlds of the imagination with sffaudio.com reviews and features audiobooks online audio full cast audio drama and radio theater the ultimate source for news from the world of science fiction and fantasy audio brought to you by the most trusted team in the business sffaudio.com the future never sounded so good <laughs>